משנה תודעה, third chapter of Hilchot Meila, פרק של אישי הלכה א'. And this chapter is going to talk about Meila on things that became פסול, on קורבנות that for example died, and the distinction of whether they had שעת כושר or not, whether they had a moment at which they were permissible to be eaten, הלכה א'. קודשם מזבח שמתו ויסעו מידי מעילה דבר תורה, אבל מועלים בהם דברי סופרים. Any קודש, anything that had been consecrated and was destined to be offered by the מזבח or on the מזבח, then the moment that it dies or becomes פסול, that moment is when the window of מעילה is closed and there is no מעילה מן התורה, however, החכמים still impose מעילה מדברי סופרים for obvious reasons. וכן אם נפסלו בדברים שיפסלו בהם הקורבנות שכבר בארנו, מועלים בהם מדברי ספרים. So too if they become invalidated with things that make קורבנות be invalidated, which were already explained in פסולי המוקדשין, then too um, this would be, would be capable of מעילה מדרבנן, מדברי ספרים. במה דברים אמורים? ושלא היה להן שעת היתר לאכילת כהנים. אבל אם היה לקודשי קודשים הנאכלים שעת היתר ואחר כך נפסלו ונאסרו באכילה, הואיל והותרו שעה אחת הם מועלים באותו דבר שהיה ראוי לאכילה כמו שביארנו. כסעד, קודשי קדשים שנפסלו קודם שיגיע הדם למזבח כהלכתו, כגון ששחטן בדרום אף על פי שקיבל בצפון, או ששחטן בצפון וקיבל בדרום, או ששחט ביום וזרק בלילה, או ששחט בלילה וזרק ביום, או שעשה במחשבת הזמן ובמחשבת המקום, או שקיבלו הפסולים את דמן אף על פי שזרקו כשרים, או שזרקו פסולין אף על פי שקיבלו כשרים, או שיעשה הבשר או הדם כולו קודם זריקת הדם, או שלן הדם, וכל אלו מועלים בכולן לעולן שהרי לא היה להם שעת היתר. So now הרמב״ם explains a principle. He says, to the extent that a קורבן that became invalidated or, or died, to the extent that uh, that קורבן never had a moment at which it its flesh was permissible to be eaten by the Kohanim, then um, this, would, this, would be, this would be a capable of Meila Midarabanan, um, because they never, they never really became permissible. However, אבל אם הגיע אדם למזבח כמצוותו, ואחר כך לן הבשר או האמורין, או שנטמא הבשר או האמורין, או שיעשה הבשר או האמורין לחוץ, או שיצא מקצת הבשר קודם זריקת דמים בכל אלו וכל הסיבה הם מועלים בשער בשרן שהיה לו שעת היתר לאכילה כמו שביארנו. And as we explained the last chapter, the one moment that determines the distinction between both universes is זריקת הדם. So if there was זריקת דם, and then after זריקת הדם, even a second later something happens that the קורבן becomes פסוק, and then the animal dies, then the מעילה מדרבנן does not attach because It would not attach on something that became permissible, became permissible to be eaten, even for just a moment. And because Zerikat Adam is what determines that the, the thing is, is edible, then if the Pesul or the Mita happened after Zerikat Adam, then there won't be any Me'ila, not in the Oraita and not in the Rabbanan. Halakha Bet. Kibelu ha-Pesulim et Adam uzrakuhu ve-Hazeru ha-Kashrim la-Avoda, ve-Kibelu shar Adam ha-Nefesh uzrakuhu, אין מועלים בבשרן שאין הפסולים עושים שיער דם הנפש שיריים, חוץ מן הטמא, הואיל וראוי לעבוד הציבור עושה שיער דם שיריים. So now we're going to talk about some outside cases, cases that are really borderline between 
zedikat dam or no zedikat dam. So let's say that a kohen that was pasul was the one who, who collected the blood from the offering and then did the zedikah. But then the kesherim finished it off and they also collected the blood and did zedikah. Then there is no me'ila in that case, because what the pesulim did, um, if it wasn't, if it wasn't tameh, uh, then they uh, it, it did not it did not make the the zedika of the kasherim later invalid, and therefore uh, the the korban did have a moment at which it could have been eaten. In other words, the the blood that they collected did not become shirayim, which is blood that would make the whole zedika pesula. However, if it's not someone who was unfit for reasons other than Tum'ah, we're talking now of a case of a Kohen that was Tamil, let's say, and that Kohen goes and collects the blood and does a Zerika, then the moment that that Kohen collects the blood, even if somebody takes over, a kasher, a tahor, and takes that blood and continues collecting and does zedikah again, what had been left in the vessel is called shiraim, and and the zedikah would not would not count, and therefore this korban never had a moment at which it was allowed to be eaten, and therefore there is me'ilah midrabanan. Kevar ve'arnu shem bekadashim kalim me'ilah le'olam. We already explained that kadashim kalim, which are things that are usually mostly edible to and are mostly individual korbanot, then there is no me'ila in them except for the emurim, which is something that needs to be burnt after zedikat adam. That's the moment at which they they are destined to be burned, and only if the zedikah is valid. In other words. Now the zerikah has the opposite effect. The moment that you have a zerikah, then you have me'ilah, you have me'ilah um, because of the zerikah. Before that, you only have me'ilah because of kotshebet kabayit, because of the economic value. But the zerikah here is going to be lahmir. Aval kadashim kalim shenit pagelu, af al pish nezrak adam en mo'alim be'emurehen. However, if the Kadashim Kalim had Pigul, Pigul is, is a kind of invalidation that happens through the Shahita, the moment of the Shahita, because of the, 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 dif, the different Kavana that the person doing Shahita has. So even though there was Zerika afterwards, so the Zerika is after the Pigul, right? So it's Zerika of something that was already subject to Pigul. Then there is no me'ilah because that zerikah really didn't count. If the zerikah had counted, that's when the portion that is not edible of the korban, the emurin, that will be subject to me'ilah. So too, if the blood leaves the azara, which makes it pasul, then even if it comes back and there is zerikah, that zerikah doesn't count, and therefore the emurim don't are not subject to me'ilah. Now, 
Lomaal, uh, all the hataot, all the korban that is meant for hatat, but something happened and that korban now is meant to be let to die. That's called hataot metot. For example, something that is born to an animal that was destined for hatat, or tmurata, or something that that was exchanged for for korban hatat. Um, then uh, there is no me'ila in them. However, one may not derive benefit either. And another category of, of korbanot, every hatat that the rule is that you should actually maintain it, you should actually let it pasture until something happens to it. In other words, hataot hametot is uh, you, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, you can actually kill it, uh, either af affirmatively, actively, or indirectly. Uh, is an animal that it's not that you kill it, you actually let it let it live, and and to an extent you you help it live, but there is nothing you can do with it until a mum happens to it while it's pasturing. In other words, you are not causing it. So those animals, until there is a pidion to any of those animals, there is me'ila. In other words, there is kedusha in that animal as opposed to the one that is meant to be meta. If someone dedicated a certain animal for hatat and then got lost and then he brought a different one in its stead, and then the first one was found, and now he has both of them. And then he did shahita to both of them, but he only spilled, uh, he only did zerika for, for one of them. So there is no me'ila, not from this one, from which there was a rika, and not from the other one, even though he's not allowed to eat them, because he had the option of choosing which animal to do the rika from. So that zerika is not enough to, to make both of them become subject to me'ila. Aval im shahad zo ahar zo, enda maha mo'il levasar havertaha, v'afilu lehar zerika, sharilu hayelit, but if this was not at the same time, if this was one subsequent to the other, then the blood of the zarika of one does nothing with respect to the other. And therefore, even after that zarika, the, the one that, was, that did not have zarika is not affected by the zarika of the first one, which is kind of obvious. And therefore, there is no ma'ila because there was no moment at which, um, sorry, there the, the is me'ila because, because there was no moment at which uh, it was fit for consumption. Al-Khazayn. Kol hatat ha'of, o'olat ha'of, shenifsela b'shinui asiyataha o b'shinui makom asiyataha, mu'alim ba. Any hatat of, of a bird, or of a bird that 
through its its uh, the service of doing it, the preparation, some pesul happened to it. It, it became invalid for some reason. Or because it was done in the wrong place, places were very specific, and doing the korban at the wrong place is very expressly in the Torah, um, something that invalidates the korban. There is na'ila with it. With the exception of olata'of, which was done through melika. Melika is a kind of slaughtering done uh, from the, the back of the neck and with, the, with the, the nail of the thumb of the Kohen. It's not done with a knife. So, kiblikat hatat leshem hatat. So, if that was done, if that melika was done um, So the melika was done lemata, like a melika of hatat, but it was done for hatat. So it wasn't done in the right place. It was done under. I think it's supposed to be done on top of the of the mizbeach. So that itself would mean that the hatat doesn't count for whoever brought it. However, there is no meila <clears throat> because there is too many things that are different with it. Uh, the the purpose of it is different. The place is different. The 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 thing that's supposed to be done is different, and it's for something that doesn't have any meila. Halachahet. <laughs> Now we switch to, to the vegan korbanot. The kohen that was bringing thought of something else. Um, or, or to if it wasn't the, the minha that had a, some thought that was not the right thought, the kavanah, the, the, the intention was not the, the correct intention, therefore it's not going to be valid, or the, the two lechem, which we described in the last chapter, or the, the bread of the inside of, the, of, the, of inside the building, that also was subject to pigul, or that it was the mahashevet hamakom, the intention of the right place, that's what made it invalid. There is me'ila in them, if one derives personal benefit from it. Because through that uh, fault in, in the kavana, there was never a moment in which they became permissible, they became permitted to eat. So to the comet, which is a portion of the minha, which is going to be burnt, and and uh, it it came out, it came outside the boundaries of the azara, and therefore it becomes tameh, or lan, or it uh, it wasn't offered, and and then uh, it passed the night, and it can no longer be offered. And then he brought it. 
So now the, the accompanying thing that's called shiraim is never going to become permitted to be eaten. So that shiraim is going to be subject to meila. But if what happened to the comets was tum'ah, it wasn't that it had lina or it had yesi um, alahus, uh, then there is a special rule with tum'ah, and that is hasis miraseh. The sis, the Kohen Gadol war, used to have this special ability or authority to cleanse, to, to, to sort of like absorb or atone for any certain tum'ot that happened in Bet HaMikdash, it's called hasis miraseh. Um, it's as if to say, God forgives it, this tum'ah, and and uh, because of this amnesty through the seats, then the shiraim that are brought with the comets are edible, and therefore they are not subject to ma'ila. But the tzitz does not atone for, doesn't have any amnesty for lan or yose. If the shiraim, if the left of the, the, the thing that is in excess of the comets, that's what uh, is yotse or becomes tameh, and then the comets is brought, then that doesn't affect the comets. And although those things would not be, for other reasons, would not be permitted to be eaten, because the comets itself was brought, then there is no ma'ila on, on the shiraim either. Halachayod. So now we are talking about what happens with the with the compensation that the Beta Mikdash receives for somebody who did Me'ilah. So if the Me'ilah was Kotche Kadashim uh, before the Zerika, or the Emurim, which are after the Zerika, so that's that's a more severe case of Me'ilah, that's not, that's or the Ola, the same thing. So, uh, so for, uh, for those things, uh, if um, a person then has to, as we said, has to pay back the amount that, that was uh, that was enjoyed plus 20, uh, 25%. So all of that money is going to be is going to go to a special account that is used to buy nedavot, used to buy korbanot that are extra korbanot. They're not some of the korbanot that are enumerated in the Torah that need to be brought in specific numbers. If the meila was in korbanot asibur, then that the monies are going to go towards the Lishka. The Lishka is the is the is the general account of Beta Mikdash for all the operating costs. The Nedava actually was used for Korbenot Sibur as well, just correcting myself. It wasn't just for Korbenot that were extra, but it's for Korbanot. The Lishka is for the general purpose of the Beta Mikdash. Al Chayyud Aleph. Nehena Kodem Zerikad Mibisar Kodche Kadashim Shnitma. Now we have a special case. If the person derived benefits from before Zerika, 
from Kotche Kadashim, but that had been Nitma, it had been Tameh. So I have a Kotche Kadashim, let's say a Korban Ola that becomes Tameh, and after it becomes Tameh, I derive benefit from it, and this is before there is any Zerika. Or it's Kadashim Kalim, I have Shelamim, personal Shelamim that I bring, and and I bring it, and then there is the Emurim, which I'm not allowed to eat, they are supposed to be burnt, and, and they are being brought to the Mizveyah, but there hasn't been, uh, but, but, but sorry, but then we look at Shem Kalim. So this is, uh, sorry, it's, yeah, it's, it's also before the Zedikah, before the Zedikah, then I'd be Patur. Obviously not permitted, but it's Patur. Halachayut Bet. Things that are destined for the Mizbeyah, their milk and their eggs, which are not really part of the animal, but they are sort of like attendant to it. Then there is no Meila, but it's forbidden to derive benefit from them. Therefore, if any of these animals has a baby, a calf, then we shouldn't let this calf drink from the milk of this animal, since we are not supposed to derive benefit from it even for another animal. And, there, and rather, we take this little calf, this little kid, and make it nurse from a different animal that's whole, that's not Kodesh. And a person may do as a nedava, and it seems to be this was common, may donate the milk of his animal to, to nurse all the kids of the, of the korbanot so that they don't starve to death because they are not supposed to nurse from their mothers. However, although we said that if a behema or, or a bird is supposed to go on the Mizbeach, the Besim and the Halav are not themselves Kodesh for Me'ilamina Torah, if the Hekdesh, if the consecration was for the value of, of the animal, for the full value of the animal, so for example, I say uh, this this cow, the, the this cow and all of its value, or all the value of its cow, of this cow is consecrated for for Nesachim. Uh, in other words, let it be sold and then buy with it Nesachim, which are wine and, and oil and whatnot. Or the money, the value of this bird should be for whatever. Then, when I talk about the value, the value does include the milk and or the eggs of the animal in question, and therefore there would be meila in it. And this would be meila, um, as we are going to see in the next chapter, of bedekabait, the bedekabait kind, not the kadashib kind. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.